Find that on YouTube. I'm posting that on my Facebook page. <laughs> okay, that's way too true. Welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center, our studio here in Louisville, Colorado. We're here for the Emergence Series, Session 2. I hope you're ready. Are we ready? That's our live audience, and you can feel their exuberant energy, and they are radiating. And... No, really. And truly, I think you can feel as Jeffrey is already allowing Adamus here. That's an interesting observation for me because it seems like Adamus is here a lot now for all of us. Like he's promised. Just getting used to it. So, are you ready for Adamus? Oh, I hear some hesitation there. Are you ready for Adamus? Yeah. Woo! 
Ah, so with that, so with that, let's take the good deep breath, that deep and conscious breath. It's the breath of life. It's the breath of I exist. I am here. Take the good deep breath and really feel the energies. Allow them to flow for you. Breathe deeply. Breathe deeply. I am that I am. Adamus of St. Germain. Ah, let's take a good deep breath as we begin this experience. Hmm. And um, uh, to comment on what Linda's been talking about oh, this whole no. time, uh, that I seem to be around more than ever. I, I'm feeling a little unwelcomed by the whole thing. <laughs> no, 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 don't misunderstand. There's a lot of people who would pay good money to have an ascended master hanging around their kitchen and their bedroom. Uh, <laughs> and especially the bedroom. <laughs> no, no, dear Linda, and all of you who maybe have been thinking the same thing, it's not that I'm around any more or any less than before. It's that you're becoming more aware. You're becoming more aware. Oh, of course, of course. Of the things that can't necessarily be seen with the eyes or heard with the ears. You're all becoming more aware. More sensitive, of course, but simply more aware. You know why? Because you're trusting yourselves more than ever. Ooh. You know why? You have no place else to go. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a true statement. You have no place else to go. You, you were so uh, wrought with uh, mistrust of yourself. You, you trusted, you gave trust away, you trusted everything else, and then learned not to trust that. You were, you were so overcome with negative thoughts and feelings about yourself, worried about repeating old mistakes, that you just got away from trusting. And when you got away from trusting, you shut down. When you shut down, you became less aware. When you became less aware, there was less consciousness in the experiences of your life. When there's less experience, consciousness in the experience, then you got bored. When you got bored, you wanted to leave. When you wanted to leave, I said, no, you've got to stay. You've got to stay. This is all part of the whole experience being here. So no, you're just becoming more aware. At first, it's a little overwhelming. The human kicks in and says, oh, Adamus is around all the time. I don't have any time to myself. No, I'm around a lot. Remember, nine years ago, when I came in to the Crimson Circle, it was a September just like this. It was up in the, the mountains at the time, but I said, I'm with you every step of the way, or until I kick you out. But I'm with you every step of the way, and that's a true statement. We have an agreement. I, I have a commitment to each and every one of you. I'm going to be with you. and I'm not peeking underneath the sheets or anything like that. I, I don't care what you eat. Uh, I don't care uh, if you smoke. I don't care what you do. I'm with you every step of the way. Smoke what? Anything. <laughs> but it makes it much more difficult if you smoke cannabis. Uh, you go off someplace else, but that's a whole other story. What I'm trying to say is I'm with you every step of the way, and, and I make no judgments okay. whatsoever, and I'm trying to help you to see the same for yourself. No judgments. 
it's just been one great big huge damn experience. That's all. That's it. And I know you know that mentally, but when it really hits you, when you really feel that, it's just been a great big experience. You have so much relief from all the judgment, the garbage that's kept you from being aware. So, no, dear Linda, I'm not around any more than ever. You're simply more aware than before. So today, let's start by let's start by creating a safe space, because we are going to have an experience today. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! I heard some cheers and some boos. Uh, you oh know, boy. I say the word experience, and there is a certain excitement because a certain level of boredom, but also like, oh no. What now am I going to experience? I'll tell you this right now. You're not necessarily going to believe it, but you will come to understand it and believe it. You cannot have any bad experiences going forward. Hmm. You cannot. Uh, You can even try to have bad experiences, and you simply (laughs) won't. Because after you take a deep breath and you realize really what's all involved within your creation. You, you no longer are trying to analyze the individual components of something. You're looking at the, how, how the whole picture unfolds, how you are a creator within your own creation, and you can choose what you want to experience. It's that simple, and that's, that's what we're doing here. Let's start by choosing the safe space. Choosing the safe space. A long time ago, Tobias said, you choose a safe space, so the safe space exists when you choose it. When you choose it. That's, that's simple. Let's not make this real complex. Let's not wonder you know, if you really can or if it's gonna, you're going to be overcome by dark forces or anything like that. No, you simply choose that safe space. That's it. One, two, three. Safe space. Oh, we need a little safe space uh, audio thing that you do. Safe space. That's it. And I'm going to add a little bit to what Tobias said. Safe space is a choice, is an experience. Safe space exists because basically one thing you're putting your consciousness there, you're putting your awareness there. Therefore, it becomes a safe space. Nothing in all of creation exists, nothing exists until consciousness is present. Your physical universe. It didn't exist until consciousness was there. What the hell do you think the Big Bang was? It was simply, boom, putting consciousness into nothingness, and suddenly this whole universe exists. That's it. Consciousness doesn't think in terms of vastness or smallness. Consciousness doesn't say, oh, that's a big universe, i could, I, I got to pare it back a little bit. No, it just, it's there. And then, then, after consciousness is present, then the consciousness, and then ultimately the human mind, evaluates it and says, how big is it? How, how, how vast is it? How, how small is it? Uh, but when consciousness first becomes present in the safe space, it doesn't say, I'm going to create this big of a space, safe space, or I'm going to create it for me and my friends, any of that. It's simply, I am present in the safe space I create. Boom! Big bang. That's it. And then you go into it. 
You enter into that safe space, shedding all of the doubts and the fears. The doubts and the fears are only going to dilute, are only going to pollute your experience. Let them all go. How could it go wrong if you have chosen the safe space that you then create and you, you have no limitation on it in terms of size and age or importance or anything else? You're simply in your own safe space. You cannot go wrong. Unless you allow that old voice, your voice, come in and say, Oh, but what if? What if it's not 100% safe? What if it's only 40% safe? Well, what do you think happens? You're going to get 40% safe. So let's start now choosing consciously and experiencing fully safe space. That's it. Can't go wrong. One of the problems that that all of you are going to experience coming going into coming into emergence is your history, your past, all the the memories of things done wrong, gone wrong, all the things that you still carry on your shoulders about your bad experiences, and the concern you're going to do it again, repeat those mistakes, and you you have a lot of vows and oaths to yourself. You got a lot of self-imposed rules about how far you're going to go, how big you're going to go. All those have ultimately really limited you. We're going to drop all those today. Today. And Calder is wondering if I'm just speaking figure- metaphorically, symbolically. Hell no. We're just going to drop them. That's it. it life, you know, at the end of our, our last gathering uh, in the Marab, I said, if you're going to do it, do it well. Life is not worth living. If you're going to do it half-assed, if you're going to do it fearful, if you're going to do it with limitations, it's simple. You might as well. Does half-assed translate very well? Translators half-assed, they're nodding their head and saying, "Oh yeah, we can, <laughs> we can do that." Half-assed. Everybody knows what half-assed yes. means. Yes, half-fast, F-A-S-T, half-speed, um, half-assed. Um, life is not worth living if you're going to do it halfway, partway, if you're going to do it limited, small, fearful. It's not. You might as well pack your bags and come over to the other side. Uh, we, we have a lot of fun over here. But you might as well cross over. If you're going to live like that, it's just, what? Did you're I scaring something? me. Did I say something illegal? <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> Borderline. You might as well not be here if you're going to live life small. And I'm saying that because I'm channeling them. They know that. You know that. It's just not worth living if you're going to live small. So, uh, safe space. Here today, we're going to have an experience, uh, and uh, we're going to go into it fully. It's going to, it's going to be interesting, <coughs> fascinating, and dive into it uh, first, and then uh, what would you say? Try to figure it out, but dive into it first uh, without any questions. Allow uh, that, that's allow it. Allow it. Dive in now. Figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that, that's kind of contrary to what humans do. They want to figure it out first. Well, what is a safe space? What am I going to experience today? Nah, we're done with that. Creators dive in to their creations, and then they amaze themselves at what they truly created. <laughs> 
So um, today, an experience. I'm going to be talking a lot about experience. We've, we've ha talked about it quite a bit in Keyhock, a little bit here with, uh, at the monthly gatherings. But uh, now emergence is all about new experience. Uh, new experience in a way you haven't experienced in a long time, if ever, in all of your lifetimes. You know, the human component of the, the Trinity, you have the I am, some would call the soul, the master, which is the wisdom of all the lifetimes and the future. And then the human. The human, I think, has the, the job that's the most fun, because they're all about experience. And the nice thing is, when all this was kind of um, created, you know, this whole I am master human thing, and the I am set forth an expression of itself to come to Earth as, as a human. If you remember this, the I Am, some people call it the soul, the I Am said, you know, you're the experiential part of me. Uh, you're that facet of me that is going to go forth into experience, not learning. There is nothing to learn. Simply experience for the joy of I amness, existence. You see, the, the, the I am is always this constant big orgasm. Yeah. It's not so bad. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> I got to be careful of these family things getting involved. <laughs> the I am is in this constant state of joyful expression, just uh, the, the the chalice of the I am filling up over and over and just overflowing. It's this constant in, in its joy of the I exist. You know, the, the I am is not real complicated. The soul is not real complex. Uh, it's in the constant state of I exist. And then boom, spiritual orgasm. And then I exist, boom, constantly feeling this. When I work with many of you, and let's go, I say, let's go back to the I exist. I want you to tap into that joy of the soul that has always existed. It was never created. It can never be uncreated. It's simply in, in an innocent joy of I exist. And it's sent forth part of itself, which became human eventually, and is here in the experience of existing. But you know, along the way, the human got afraid of experiencing. The human kind of shut down. But that in itself is part of the experience. The human got out of all their other senses, the way to perceive reality, sensuality, got into just focus, only focus. And you could say that, that it's extremely limiting, which it is, but it's part of the experience. Now, in emergence, we go back – no, we don't go back – we go into uh, real experience once again. Not just surviving, not just getting by, but experience. That's going to scare the crap out of some of you, because you've, you've hidden yourselves way deep down. You, you crawled into, under that rock and crawled deep down. You know, there was kind of an interesting metaphor with the post-Atlantean days where the population on Earth, a lot of the, the population that survived the downfall, they went under Earth. They lived under Earth uh, for a long time, 
using the energy of the crystals to grow the food, to provide the light source. And I think a lot of times some of you kind of in your own heart go back there, trying to live down below, trying to stay covered. You know, it was, it was interesting times for, for those of you who were there, but it's not really living. You've got to live above and below, not just below. I'm going to be talking a lot more about experiences. We're going to be having experiences. You're going to find some of you that you get very frightened, and that's good. That's an experience, getting frightened, like, oh my gosh, to have this kind of freedom to be able to choose a safe space and choose experience, it's a little bit frightening, a little overwhelming. But hey, you're here on the planet. That's what you chose, and that's where we're going. So let's begin. Uh, right away. We we'll need that Marab music. And I need you to take a good deep breath. We've chosen the safe space. It is so. It is so. We're in this beautiful safe space together. So we've got the human who really, I think, has the fun part of the Trinity. The human gets to go deep into experience, discovery, exhilaration, experience. Experience in life is really the same really word, spelled a little different. And the I am said to the human, go into experience. I will never, ever judge you. I am, the soul, is incapable of judging, incapable of right or wrong. Imagine that for a moment. That sometimes you say, I have such a longing to know my divine, my soul again. Such a desire for that connection. But you see, as long as you hold things against yourself, you're turning your back on the I am, on the soul. The soul doesn't care because the soul is always present. The soul, the soul doesn't care. It's just part of the soul's experience. Pretending that it's not connected with the soul. The human has such an interesting role in its facet to be the part of the soul that experiences things. The soul never for a moment worried, worries about death. There is no death. Nor does the soul judge, nor does the soul think one day is better than another, one lifetime better than another. Now we've got the human, filled with experiences but not knowing what to do with them, filled with a lifetime of experiences, not knowing what to do with it. 
Well, typical of the human, it says, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to figure this all out? What does this mean? Maybe I did something wrong. And what does a human do then? It goes right back into another experience. I guess it's an obsession with the human, or maybe just its role to be one that experiences. What happened so often, though, and what actually created this phenomenon called reincarnation, is a human keeps saying, I have to go back and back and back into experiences to learn a lesson, to maybe come to some enlightened spiritual concept. I have to keep going back. Reincarnation is an unnatural reality. The consciousness, the, the motivation of humans actually created it. In the original creation of this planet, there was no formula for reincarnation. Back then, even the animal kingdoms and the plant kingdoms, they didn't incarnate. Once humans started doing it, everything started doing it. It's gotten into this crazy cycle. Keep going back. Kind of a, a consciousness that, in order to understand my experiences, I have to have more experience. That's kind of a never-ending road, you know. To try to figure out all this, I just need to dive into more experience hoping that perhaps a new experience might provide the clues, the keys, the answers. And it doesn't. It's just another freaking experience. So we come to this point, this beautiful point. And, and this, this, I love this because go past a lot of the lectures and the concepts and the theories that we've been talking about for years, we get to this point and it's about diving into conscious experience, an experience that has wisdom. So right now, let's invite in that facet of you. It's been hidden for a long time, but like me, it's always been there never been gone, just been ignored. That facet is called wisdom. Wisdom of every experience you've ever had in this lifetime. It's what I also call the master. It, you know, the, the master, it's, it's, a facet of you. It's always there. Let's call that in right now. How do you do that? Well, it's like choosing the safe space. I choose awareness of the master. And therefore it is. So we invite in the presence of the wisdom 
of every experience in this lifetime. And then simply ask the Master to share that wisdom with you, but without words. Find yourself floating with the Master on the music. Don't put it to words, though. Go deep into the music. Feel what wisdom is, rather than think what wisdom is. Let the Master now share with you the entire beauty of wisdom of every experience in this lifetime. But do it without words, simply through the music. Don't fight it, just float with it. It's all. You already made a choice to receive the wisdom of the Master. Do it without words. I love music because it's a great carrier of pure consciousness. is actually much easier than with words. I know the human mind struggles a bit. It, it wants words, trying to, it's even trying to put words around this right now, but actually you'll realize that you get so much more initially without the words. It's a feeling, it's a knowingness, it's a sense. The mind says, but it needs to be defined, but we go beyond the mind. Go to the unthinkable. And the Master then gently delivers all the wisdom of this lifetime. You don't have to go into every day, every year, every experience. The Master distills very efficiently. This is part of you. This is a natural ability of you to distill it. Bring it down to a simple but yet profound feeling. 
right there. All the wisdom and yes the mind will say but what did I get or what did I get I got everything okay let's take a good deep breath with that take a good deep breath and relax it's it's all there that's how Tobias taught Calder how to channel not in linear time, but to receive the whole essence. And then let it just be for a moment. Let it be in the body. Let it be in consciousness. And then, after it is absorbed, assimilated into the human being, then it can be put into words. It's how the, these channels go. It's unraveled, put into words, but all the feeling is there when you're watching the video earlier. It was all right there. Now we're just going back and experiencing and perhaps defining what came through. Now, take a good deep breath and bring that into the human. Everything that you felt. even if you didn't feel anything. Now let the Master and you put this into words. What is the wisdom of all the experiences of this lifetime? And now listen carefully as the words come. Master, it may sound like your voice, but it's simply the way it, it appears to come in. But listen, let these words from the Master come to you about this lifetime. soak in now. The mind would like to analyze or wonder if it's real or wonder if you really got it. Just stop. Just be in the experience for a moment. An experience of hearing yourself. not having to create yet another experience to 
try to figure this all out, but having the experience of simply connecting with the master, with the wisdom, that's it. Opening that doorway between the human and the wisdom. Let's take a good deep breath. A good deep breath. Uh, the Ascended Masters Club the other night, they told me, never, never start one of your gatherings, your monthly webcasts, with uh, a mirab. You're going to put them to sleep. I said, I've got ways to wake them up. As we turn up the house lights and ask Linda to go around with a microphone, that would wake up even the dead. Good. Let's take a good deep breath and just allow. There's this stream that comes in, kind of a packet of consciousness, information, wisdom that comes in, and it's actually always there. The stream is always there. But the human mind would say, but I need words, I need to see a, this glossomer figure walking around, uh, dancing, I need to see something. No, you just, you just let the stream come in. And uh, dear Linda, oh, Calder's got this. Good. Here, let me help. No, you need to be running to the audience and scaring the crap out of people. <laughs> I can do both. I'm a multitasker. Oh, oh, good, good. No, we've got it fixed. Okay. Uh, I, I, no, no leaving the room right now. Just go to the bathroom. Oh, Let her go. All right. Jeez. All right. Thank you. Oh, so tough. I thought we had another another chicken in the I room. I already it's have like, people on my radar. Okay. So um, let's begin. What did you experience? What did you What did you get? Uh, no macchio here. Just get to it. <gasps> yeah. So um, when. When I asked that there be no words, you just let it come in in the music. How did that go? Great. Great. Good. Good. Uh, any mind struggle? A lot. A lot. Yeah. What did you do about it? Uh, let it go. Good. Was the music helpful? A lot. Yeah. Actually, did everything. I think so. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, good. And then, and then the words. When it came time, now see you. You. You pray to say space, for instance. You allow that stream to come through. You don't need to figure it out right away. You just let it. I mean, the real angelic communications are not done in words. It's all just what you would call consciousness flow. So, but the human needs words sometimes, because otherwise it's, well, I don't know if anything happened. So what words did you get then? I didn't get any when I was feeling that No good. words? No. What I was feeling is a wave of all my old thoughts and mm -hmm. my old things just oh. go passing through. How would you define it if you were going to define it? Noise. Noise. Yeah, interrupting my good uh, vibe with the music. <laughs> okay. Uh, I found them annoying. You're going to say now, if you were going to uh, put words to this wisdom uh, from the master, this communication, uh, what, what would you, how would you define that? Life. I felt alive again. You felt alive. Yeah. Good. That's good. Okay. And there's no right or wrong here. I just want you to get used to constantly being in the harmony with the wisdom that is always there. And humans aren't used to that. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Was that terrifying with the microphone? Was that terrifying with the microphone? No. 
You look good. Oh, no, you, you, you look very uh, poised and graceful. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yes. Ooh. Finally, my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, turns out I hear the master a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of used to it. Um, right. With the so what did, you, what did you get when there were no words? When there were no words, I, I'm used to it. I describe it as a voiceless voice, but right. um, it's basically telling me, you exist. Right. And this, it keeps reiterating that this is the time to be alive. This is a life of pain and joy, but this is the time to be alive. Okay. And um, so how would you summarize the words that, that came through, other, in addition to what you just said, because there's something else there. There's something else there. It was, um, it's a weird sense of forgiveness uh, towards okay. myself. Why is it weird? It's weird because throughout my life, the way people looked at me, the way I looked at myself, always felt like something. Could I wrong. interrupt you? Because yes, we're going okay. nowhere with this. Uh, so, uh, no, it's true. Uh, and and the, what, what I, uh, while we were doing this, even for everybody watching and online, you know, you could say hi to them over there in that red light. Yeah. Uh, even for everybody watching and online, uh, I was as present with that master part of self as, as the master was present. Um, simply put, the master in the wisdom that came through, it comes through in, oh, it's like, woo, multi-color, multi-dimensional. But if I had to put it in human words, human words that the master was conveying to you was, stop trying so hard. You know, that really hits a spot. <laughs> oh, I imagine it does. What spot does it hit? Everyone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. stop trying so hard. You're a natural at this, but you, you, uh, you're trying to prove something, yeah. and the Master's saying, you don't need to do that. It's a really hard thing to admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, that's okay. You try hard, I mean, if you want, but you don't need to. Yeah. Just, you're a natural at this. Yeah, I'm kind of the type that would keep rubbing a finger against the wall until the bones break. Exactly. And why? It's a weird, I have this weird sense, it must be the human I'm feeling, it's like a sense of sadomasochism. Yeah, it almost yeah. enjoys the punishment. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. He, he defined it very well. He enjoys the punishment, he's into the experience. Yeah. Uh, even if the experience is painful Hurt. and yeah. it hurts, but at least it's an experience, right? Stop yeah. it. <laughs> Good, thank you. Finally got the mic. Yeah, bye. Uh, you should take bribes. Yeah. Mercy. Great. And, and, and you know, of course, I, I love because uh, Crash over here, uh, it needs to get shots of everybody as the mic is being handed to him when it's about a foot away and the look like, ah. Mary Sue, what did you, what did you feel? I felt, um, Yes, this is the way it is. Yeah. I, um, my mind just hooked on to one little thing at the end, uh -huh. and that is that it's always available to us. Yes, always, always. So one of the things in the experience, what we're really doing here today is shifting this whole thing where uh, we're not in sync with the Master, uh, or we're not aware. Uh, because it's always there. The wisdom is always there and accessible. And I don't want you to keep, any of you, to keep having experiences and then waiting for the end of your life or the next lifetime for any wisdom to come through. It's going to be hand in hand, the dance that occurs simultaneously. I guess there was a trust. Yes. 
that when I need that wisdom, it will be there. Yes. Yeah. And, and I don't want to say you need it, but uh, why not? Yeah. Why not drink from that cup all the time? Yeah. And it changes the very nature of experiences. You know, it, it, you know back when you first came to Earth, the, the, the experience and the wisdom were kind of hand in hand. And then they got separated, and, and then there was the experience, and whoa, a long time later the wisdom would come through, and sometimes not so much wisdom, uh, and we're sinking it back up. So there, there's this beautiful kind of a synergy between the, the facets of yourself now. Rather than being disconnected or out of sync, they're syncing up. Okay. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Thanks. Thank Couple you. more. Okay. Couple more. <laughs> yes. I slept. You slept. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. First time in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do you think you slept? I've always wondered. I often do that, and I wonder if I'm just. Um, Getting rid of my human self to allow the rest of it to come in. I you, you, you said it. That was wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, put the human aside uh, for for a moment and and allow it just to come through, which it did. Now, as you feel back into it, uh, what? How would you translate this um, this wisdom that came in? How how would you translate? Put it in human terms. How would I translate what? What the hell did you get? <laughs> I slept. <laughs> you, yes, you slept, but now you're not sleeping, are you? No. Okay. What do you feel? Uh, if the master was going to say complete, complete. If the master was going to say anything, the wisdom. What? What? What do you think the master would say about all this? About my sleeping, or about? No, master doesn't care. <laughs> Master likes when you sleep sometimes. It's like, God, stop the experience and just sleep. What wisdom would, do you think the Master imparted? If you were going to put it in human words, what wisdom do you think you just got? There's a completeness. That's, okay, that's it. Yeah. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Completeness. Mm -hmm. Bringing things back together, uh, completing the journey, all the rest of that. Good. Excellent. That was it. So you really didn't sleep. Were you snoring? No, no, no. You were not asleep. You, you, you just uh, it happened so often in the shouts. It used to really bother Tobias. He thought everybody was bored, and I had to tell him they're not bored. They're just they're just so comfortable uh, that they they could let go for a little bit. Yeah. As soon as I started talking about safe space, you were drifting. Ding out, and it's like, because you're safe, you don't have to be on guard. Uh, you'll you'll learn not to think that you're really asleep. You weren't sleeping. You were deep. Good. Two more. Two more. I'm going to ask the psychologist to weigh in. Oh, what did what did you experience during the nonverbal? Um, so first, I loved your description of the floating. Oh, good. I was there were just these waves and these beautiful. Just these images and yeah. waves, and it felt totally like floating on the music. Yeah. So that oh, that music a is a great carrier. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes if you're feeling like, oh, I'm just not connecting real well with uh, the master, the wisdom within myself, put on a little bit of music. Don't think. Don't try to put it in words. Just put on some little bit of music, and the the master knows how to 
communicate on that wave of music. And again, I do it every time we start a shout or a workshop, boom, it's the music that carries it. And then we've got to go through this long dreary process of talking it out and going through everything <laughs> and explaining. You already got it. You already got it. So oh, good, beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, when it was time f to put it in words, what happened? Um, about the joyfulness and the being, it was like I've known this the whole time. Yeah. So it was very much that feeling of coming back around. Yeah. So what, what words would you associate with it? Um, there was a little bit of being right. without, as opposed to thinking and worrying and trying and striving yeah. and just doing it, just being, just living. Good. And yeah, good wisdom. A little joy, you know, I, lots of joy with a little bit of grittiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. And, and one of the things you're, you're all going to discover is trying to put it into words is annoying. Uh, it's incomplete. It doesn't, you know, you might have felt a whole lot more, and to try to put it into words is, is really kind of limiting, but mm -hmm. sometimes necessary when trying to communicate with other people or sometimes even with self. Yeah. So I, I got to ask, uh, you have a glow about you uh, that didn't exist a year ago. What's going on? Life is good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the yeah. smile on her face. It, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Ev everything. What, what happened? I mean, I, so just so much, so much letting go and allowing, mm -hmm. and I, yeah, yeah, I'm I big lots difference. of just blah, like there. It's kind of like going offline and rebooting. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, such a difference in your energy, which also comes across in in your the way you look, uh, your physical uh, appearance. But there's a clarity that uh, Yurgo was not there. Yeah, very impressive. Good. Good. Thank you. One wow, more. that was cool. You, you don't do that so often. <laughs> yes, what did, what did you experience in just the music, in the stream? In the stream of listening, it was uh, like a quiet nothingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I love that place. It is. Yeah. It was sweet. Yeah. Well, a lot of humans can't out. handle that place, the quiet nothingness. They, they have to fill it with some junk, noise, whatever. Mm -hmm. oh, it's a beautiful place to go to. Yeah. And, and good. And then when, when it came time for some words? Breathing and opening up. Opening up. Okay. Yes. And, and again, you know, uh, would you say that again? Breathing and right. opening up. Okay. So the words are just words, you uh -huh. know, uh, words that we all heard before. But as you say it, there is so much more to it, more feeling, more depth. I mean, somebody says, well, that's the wisdom you got from the Master. I mean, after, you know, 42 years on the planet, now that's all I get is breathe and open. There's so much more to it. So Absolutely. Much more. Yeah. I mean, I, there was so much feeling even when the words came. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Let's go back to talking about experience. This is a kind of a pivotal point, a shift point for us. A shift point. A shift point. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening in online, somebody here in the audience had another iteration of the word shift, but I clearly said shift, I think. So experience. I'm going to go back to Tobias's story, the journey of the angels. 
Beautiful story. Not to be taken literally. It's a way of telling a story. But he did convey all the energy points beyond the words that he spoke. In other words, all the appropriate energy was in there about your journey. But he told it as kind of a, a story. Um, the whole story of Tobias is just a story. I mean, he'll, he'll even admit his um, biblical story that got thrown out of the Bible uh, is just kind of a great big story. Parts of it true, but a lot of it made up. But back to the point, Journey of the Angels, uh, a beautiful discussion of how you got here, discussion unlike any other uh, take on it. You won't read anything else similar to it anywhere else. Uh, he got really, really close to describing, but he got very exacting in how he delivered the energy. He talks about uh, when you were in the angelic realms, non-physical, and no brain. <laughs> it's hard to, hard to imagine sometimes because you associate so much now with the body and the mind, but in the angelic realms, imagine this for a moment, no physical body. And I'll go one step further, really hard to imagine, but no light body. A lot of discussion these days about the light body, and you didn't even have a light body. And no mind, no physical body. Uh, but yet, oh, and, and one other thing, there was no time. No time in the angelic realms, your, your past, no time. Imagine all that for a moment. That's, that's odd. Well, how could you even exist? If you didn't have a body or a mind and no light body, no time, what the? But that's what it was like. It's actually more of a natural state. And there, the, 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 I got to channel this through Calder. He sometimes he's, he gives me these WTF moments. I, what I was going to say is there was a semblance, a kind of a, a slight hint of space. Can you imagine this? No time but a slight hint of space, and no body or anything else. So you're an angelic being amongst other angelic beings. You're a soul being amongst other soul beings. In discovery, in discovery, in experience, it's kind of hard to imagine. How do you do that without a body? Well, the, the angelic being that you were back then didn't have memories. Memories. None. So how could you – well, that's just hard to imagine, isn't it? And if, if you could imagine, if you could just set yourself free for a moment and realize that you're out there in non-physical reality, but yet you existed, and you're having experiences, not of the physical nature, but really actually what you were doing back then was creating some of the initial senses. I talk about 200,000 senses. Over half of them were created back in the angelic realms, way back when, outside of time, no physical body. You were playing, you were creating all these senses, ways to perceive reality 
so that someday, someday, when you allowed yourself to be a true creator, you would have the senses to perceive your creation. So here you are, having a lot of experiences, but without time. Everything, uh, I was going to say, went fast, but you don't even have time, so how could it go fast? It was, it was unstructured, experience after experience. One thing rolling right into another, and no memory of it. That's kind of strange. That's kind of interesting. That's the way it was throughout all of creation. Until finally, there was, well, Tobias talks about it and says all the energy slowed down. I have a different take on it. Just different ways of saying the same thing. I'm going to say that what happened with all these experiences outside of physical reality and time, with all these experiences that were going on and with no memory, it wasn't that energy necessarily slowed down, but energy stopped serving you in the way that it had. You got out of touch, out of sync with your own energy. Stop serving you. So I guess Tobias is right. It, it appeared to slow down. There was a fear that it would stop altogether. And there was a fear that uh, all of creation would just collapse, go to nothing, absolute nothingness, zero point. So this thing called the Order of the Ark was created. And this is real. This isn't just a metaphor. But where all the angelic families got together and said, Energy is not serving us anymore, and we're out of sync. Let's, let's find the answers. Let's, let's find out what's going on here. So the earth was created, and you came here. <laughs> so now into phase two, you're on the planet Earth, and you take on the human form. In a way, you kind of leave behind the, the wisdom, the master, and you leave behind the I am, the soul. You don't leave them behind, but you kind of shut the door so you're not aware of them. So that you could get away from all those senses that you created, because it was kind of confusing now, and go into focus. And go into experience. Go into deep experience. And the experience with this sense of focus, this experience was all about finding answers. Finding answers. Uh, it's the, the who am I question. But I, I would say there was um, an adjunct, uh, a side question that came right along with this, that uh, your soul was asking. Am I ready to be a creator? The soul has always existed, always, always, for as long as time has been time, and even before there was time. The soul has always existed and always will. But the soul has not always been a creator. 
soul has not been a creator. So along with your journey to this planet, along with experiencing things and answering the question, who am I, I think there is almost a bigger question. Am I ready to be a creator? Then you got into experience. Dove deep into it with this single sense of focus. You got into experience. And as I mentioned, as we started today, you started experiencing and then trying to find the answers. Gave yourself more experience and not getting the answers from that, even more experience. Pretty soon you had to say, I've got to experience high and I've got to experience low. I've got to experience what it's like to be depressed what it's like to be an alcoholic, what it's like to be a loser, and I've got to experience what it's like to be a, a king or a queen. Um, I've got to experience what it's like to start a business. I've got to experience what it's like to start a religion and get lost in that. I, I have to experience totally getting lost within myself. I have to experience high and low. Well, that's what you've done. You've had a series of experiences, but haven't availed yourself to the wisdom, to the answer, intentionally, intentionally. You've kept yourself from the wisdom that's always there because you wanted, I guess, more experience. You wanted, you wanted to build the reservoir of wisdom. So that when you were ready to receive it, the wisdom was complete, as Nancy said. The wisdom was complete. And that leads us to here, to today, to the Emergence series. That leads us to saying, it's time for phase three. It's time to receive that wisdom because you're ready. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. If, you, if you're doubting, if you're ready or not, you wouldn't be here if you weren't ready. This, the, the resonance uh, of, of the consciousness uh, would not be here for you. You wouldn't be attuned to this. You, you would have been kicked out a long time ago. Uh, so yes, you are ready to be in that wisdom. And, and at the same time, the beautiful part, I guess the payout part, and the reason why I say stop trying so hard is, is because now we're ready for the next, kind of the next phase, and that's conscious experience along with wisdom, all at the same time, no waiting. Drive through <laughs> wisdom and, and experience. No waiting, yeah, yeah. No, but in this case, it's, in this case, the the, the answers to those questions, who am I, uh, are really there, whether you realize it or not. Who am I? You've done everything you can to build identities, and then in this lifetime, everything to break the mirrors. You built the identity to see yourself in the mirror in a variety of different ways, and then you break the mirror because you want to see who you really are. Then, at the same time, it's bringing in the wisdom right now, right with it, answering that other part of the question, am I ready to be a creator? That's a scary one. And last week, I've been working together with all Chambra, individually and as a group, and I've gone around and asked that question. 
in, in our dream states where we do a lot of work together. And I do promise we're going to be changing the dream state soon. I understand it's, it's a bit um, challenging, harrowing right now, but uh, we'll be changing that soon. But I've gone around to all of you and asked, uh, are, are you really ready to be a creator? Um, I probably shouldn't have asked that question because the response wasn't all that good. It really wasn't that good. Generally what I heard from, uh, this is really confronting the human on it more than anything, and most of you said um, either not quite yet or just a little bit. Now, creator is creator. There's no little bit. There's no junior creator. There's, you know, nothing like that. There, no apprentice creator. So we've got a little bit of an issue here about creation because I asked the question, Gary, are you ready to be a creator? Yes. Yes. But aren't you? You told me earlier in the week. But I'm afraid of blowing up the entire universe. Yeah, it could have happened, and maybe it did, but, you know, the soul doesn't judge you. <laughs> the other billions of uh, beings do, but the soul doesn't. There's, there's concern because suddenly you, you look at your past, and this is really interesting with this lifetime. You have a memory. You have a memory, and which you didn't have before. So before you were kind of untethered, you'd do anything and not remember it. Uh, now you carry around memories with you like, a, like an old, uh, worn-out bag filled with heavy weight. So, so you carry around these memories and say, but, you know, if I'm a creator, what if? What if I overcreate? What if I interfere with somebody else's creations? What if God gets pissed off, doesn't like my creations? Uh, so there's still a lot of questions. So we're, we're addressing several things at one time. How to choose your experience consciously and how to create consciously. We've got a little bit of an imbalance going on there, but we'll work through it. So now, in this, in now where you are in this lifetime, we come to the point of literally being able to choose experience. But experience, don't, don't define it by the little stuff like I, I want to experience um, uh, what it's like to eat a steak dinner tonight. Come on, that's, that's small stuff. That's not very masterly. Experience is a feeling. Experience is, how to say this? There's over 200,000 senses, and you're aware of about one of them, and maybe about 10. Uh, I'll give you credit. Ten. Ten. <laughs> yeah. I experience is like a super sense. Experience is a super sense, but it's not put into uh, the sense category yet. Okay, let me give you an example. So there was no sense of love until you came to this planet Earth, and then through your experiences, with yourself and with others, there came to be a deep passion, a beautiful passion, uh, which kind of now you would call it romance. And from this romance, uh, this burning desire of romance, uh, came the sense of love. It was created here on this planet. 
the sense of love. But it just didn't pop out overnight. It took a while to develop. So it's the same with experience. Uh, it, it's developing. Experience is there, but it has yet to um, come as a sense. And I say a super sense because in a way, the sense of experience is far greater than the sense of love or unity or communication or some of the other senses we've talked about. So as we're sitting here today together, as I'm doing a little bit of distracting, we are now bringing experience into a new sense, but a super sense. Uh, it, it's has far more meaning to it, or depth, or whatever you'd say, than any of the other senses. And some would argue that. Some would say, no, senses, uh, love is the greatest sense. I don't believe that at all. Um, there, love is interesting, but, uh, but the sense of experience also includes love, also includes unity, and some of the other senses we've talked about. So anyway, we're birthing it right here. While you're birthing it, you, the human, who's been responsible for the experiential part of the Trinity, of, of the Master and the I Am, because without you, the Master wouldn't have anything to do. If the human wasn't out there experiencing, the Master wouldn't have anything to distill the wisdom and gift unto the I Am. So. The human is going through uh, a tremendous uh, experience of experiencing. But the experience, uh, the, the ability to experience something, and ultimately the ability to, the ability to experience something outside of yourself, is what the human has learned to do very well. The ability to experience oneself within their own creation, both internally and externally, is what we're now doing. I know it rattles the mind, so just take a deep breath with that. You've been used to experiencing things on the outside, the external world very, very little on the inside. And now that's all changing. In addition to being able to experience externally that which is not necessarily yours, not necessarily your choice, you'll still be able to do that. But now we're going to go over here and experience what it's like to be within your own creation. If you don't really understand it, take a deep breath, because you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to be able to figure this all out. It's like this stream of consciousness, a stream of, oh, it's not energy, it's consciousness that's going forth, a radiance. You'll get it. You'll get it. So we're at this point today of the shift. I mentioned the, the shift, where it's no longer just experiencing external to yourself. It's no longer being a victim or uh, a culprit of, of experiences. In other words, 
uh, no destiny, no like uh, just walking out the door and saying, oh, whatever happens today, that's you know outside of my uh, realm. We're going to end that. Uh, well, how to, we're going to supersede it. You'll still be able to have that uh, everyday human. I don't know what the hell's going on kind of experiences, but now we're also going to be choosing experiences. What do you, how do you get there? How do you, how do you do this? You just allow. That's it. It is a natural evolution. There's no tricks in it. There's no having to be smart in it. It's just allowing that to happen. So we go from the angelic realms from a long time ago where uh, there was no physical, there was no time, uh, there was no even consequences of experience. Then to the heaviness of Earth, this planet in human form, where you're out of touch with the wisdom, where the experiences seem to come from outside of you, and that's humans created God and religions to help understand it. Say, well, it must be coming from God. It must be my, uh, or it must be my karma. And then we go past all that into conscious, chosen experience. That's why we're here, to do that. So let's have fun again. Let's put on the music. Get comfortable. Let's take a moment to acknowledge the human. Before we go any further, let's acknowledge the human. A human got thrown into all this and said, yeah, go figure all this out. <laughs> and by the way, the master and the I am kind of said, yeah, you go, we'll stay here. <laughs> call when you need help. Don't call collect, though. <laughs> Let's acknowledge the human for all the experiences. I mean, a wealth of stories. Actually, I like to think of experience as just a bunch of stories. And the soul loves stories. The Master does also, and the human's going to come to love the stories itself. Let's acknowledge the human for jumping in there, for, for taking on all this stuff, for, for having a memory that remembers. Kind of makes you want to go back to the angelic times where there really was no memory. By the way, you're going to say, well, what do you mean there's no memory? Um, what I'm really saying was that back in the angelic realms, there was no past or future. The only thing the angelic beings knew was the now moment, the present. Anyway, let's acknowledge the human. We're going into the experience of time and space, the physical body, and judgment. Well, what an experience to be able to judge yourself. The I am cannot, by the way, cannot judge itself. The human sure learned how to do that. Let's give a lot of credit to the human for walking alone, 
being alone in this journey, I'm, I'm not talking about other people, I'm talking about without a conscious connection to the Master or to the I Am. It brings up a very interesting discussion we have all the time in the Ascended Masters Club. Was it the human who chose isolation to be alone? Or was it the I am that says, no, this part of me needs to be out of touch? We still debate it almost every night. Let's give credit to the human for all the experiences that it's had. Unending, almost, lifetime after lifetime. creating incarnations in the first place, so I could simply go back into experience. For creating a past and a future. That was kind of brilliant and kind of stupid at the same time. Now, God didn't create a past and a future. It was actually human consciousness, mass consciousness. Imagine that for a moment. Mass consciousness created past and future. When we gather soon in this place called Bled, Slovenia, with 500 Chambro, be, I'd say, the biggest group ever to consciously release mass consciousness. We're going to be doing that there. And it'll affect, it'll be there for everybody, for all Shambra, but we're going to do it there. The human created a past and a future, an experience. That was brilliant in a way because, well, you always had a place you came from and you always had a place you were going to. It's an experience. But it also began to weigh pretty heavy in terms of dragging that past around, making you afraid of the future. But anyway, we have past and future now. What an experience. So now the master, the wisdom of your ages, of all, of all of you, past and future, that Master comes to you now. And I accompany the Master to each and every one of you. And we share, and not in words, but riding on the music, we share with you what you'll be experiencing now in your life. You've chosen to stay on the planet, in the body. We're going to share with you here. It's not about dates and times or anything. It's a feeling. It is pure feeling. So take a deep breath and without words, just let yourself feel this. 
what experiences may come to you. Remember, it's not about a date or a time or anything like that. Feeling to experience is something of a vast feeling, of a vast awareness. Go beyond even just the human definition of experience. And without words, let the Master and I share with you what will come. here of what's happening. It's certainly about your life. It's about what you would say comes next. It's about all of us right now birthing experience as a super sense. I cannot wait to get back to the Ascended Masters Club to tell them what we're doing. I've kept it a secret, even from Caldra. Up until today, we're actually birthing experience as a sense. <laughs> Imagine that. Just a group of slummy humans all of a sudden <laughs> birthing experience as a sense. Take a deep breath as the Master and I share with you what experiences will come in your life as you stay here on this planet, in these bodies. Now, you can let it come to words. Let it come to words. Just don't think about it. I know it seems strange, but don't stress about it. The words come to you. Master and I are still very present, and now words come to you. What you'll experience, what you'll experience in your life. Now, some of you are holding back, you're limiting it to oh, qualia based on old experiences. Don't let it come because. It's going to be very different than old experiences. Take a 
take a deep breath and simply let the words come to you. You don't even have to put them together, just let the words come. You don't have to put it into a sentence. the master can emulate, can, can be very human, I should say. So let the master hold your hand. And let the words, what experiences will come to you in this lifetime? Let those words now, let the definition come. For what comes to you now in our safe space is truth, is your truth. And what comes now is truth. And what comes now still may seem somewhat undefined in many ways. The mind still may be trying to interpret it, but it's there. You'll come to deeper understanding of it. Maybe later today, tomorrow, there's no rush. But the Master wanted to have you have a glimpse of what comes next. And if you noticed, the Master didn't talk about ordinary things. He didn't talk about what you're going to eat for breakfast or a new car that you're going to get. The Master doesn't care about those. The Master knows all of those things, the everyday things. They, they're just there. Master is more interested in what comes next for your experience as a human, 
and certainly it's not going to follow the experiences of the past. Certainly, it's going to be very, very different. That's why you chose to stay. Let's take a deep breath together. So what we have here is kind of a turning point, uh, a change of the way you experience yourself and life. Pretty simple, huh? No big deal. Well, we had to get off that old. Uh, we had to get off that old path of experience, the old way of doing it, because it was repetitious, repeating itself over and over, like a, like a, a bad movie that was on, you know, auto replay and just kept on playing over and over. We had to get over that. So that's what we did here today, as well as helping to birth a whole new sense for all of creation. With that, my dear friends, I am that I am, Adamus. I cannot, I'm, I'm cutting it a little short today. I can't wait to get back to the Ascended Masters Club and tell them how much I love this group called Shambram. All is well in all of creation. Thank you. And so it is. I invite each of us to take the good deep breath and to feel into what your experience was here with Adamus. He invites this experience to go on, to allow what it was you got to go forward, to go with you. So take the good deep breath and feel into that and allow it for you. It's a gift that each of us gets from Adamus that we give ourselves. Thank you to Jeffrey Hoppe for being so bold in channeling Adama Saint-Germain. Thank you to all of you listening in, those in the, the audience here in the studio, those watching on CrimsonCircle.com, listening on CrimsonCircle.com. Thank you for being here with us. Take care of you and take that good deep breath until we see you again. And it will not be until the November monthly meeting, unless you're going to be in bled and holy smoke, were you wild if you signed up for that event. So thank you. Take care of you. Thank you to all of those that are here with that commitment to this journey. Thank you. Kids, we got the dreamer's disease Age 14, we got you down on your knees So polite, you're busy still saying please means you and go down in your friend Every night we smash that Mercedes Benz First we run and then we laugh till we cry
Don't give up, you've got a reason to live 